Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. Got a great story out of Zero Hedge. It's entitled, It Wasn't a Mistake or a Slip. Lagarde Hints at Raising Central Bank Inflation Target. Look, central banks around the world know they've lost control of inflation. Um, their plan to shut down the world and control us by printing more money and essentially buying us off uh, with what happened with COVID failed. And now they are losing control. And this is going to be the norm. As a matter of fact, I believe after they do this, the Federal Reserve is going to follow. I'm going to explain in a second. The old uh, line is there are three kinds of lies. Lies, damned lies, and statistics. Like most market commentary, I focus on the former two, i.e. politics. <laughs> and the latter, pointing out all the inconsistencies in the numbers on the screen that get markets so excited, whether that be U.S. payrolls, birth death model, CPI, hedonic uh, regressions, or Chinese GDPs, internally inconsistent expectations beating magic. And I, th I think that's very important to understand. People, uh, there's wordsmiths out there and sorcery, literally trickery that's used to deceive people and deceive algo traders um, to use, you know, month over month numbers when we're talking about uh, anything really, uh, you know, inflation numbers, uh, real estate sales numbers, interest rate numbers, things like that. When, when we're talking about also seasonality adjustments that have uh, changes that have always been throughout the dawn of time. Right. And there's all this, this, these, tricks that that companies and people use when they're coming out with news to get you to feel good about actual bad news to keep you spending money it says however yesterday we got a prime example of the big market lie talking only about statistics as if nothing else more important is happening monday's policy speech from ecb president lagarde was called astounding by a national security expert and my team said sounded like she had been reading our research given the se ECB staff to read it. That wasn't hyperbole. The second most important central banker in the world behind Powell stated, we are seeing fragmentation into compelling geopolitical blocks, which is structurally inflationary. Right, uh, rival Forex architecture is emerging. Think about that. We're talking about the BRICS nations and what they're doing right now. Um, Trade invoicing and swap lines are key in that shift. Western fiscal policy must be expansionary on the supply side and into defense. Monetary policy needs to act like it did in the 80s. Now, let me stop there. Remember, I've told you that we are going to experience something bigger than the 80s. Uh, how the 80s uh, Federal Reserve had to uh, combat the late 70s inflation. All right. And remember, we saw mortgage rates of over 18% back then. I believe we're going to see that again. Um, Lagarde added later in the day that once, uh, this 2% CPI target has been met, discussions can be had on changing it. Central bank digital currency may be needed to deliver hypo, uh, fiscal spending and trade invoicing in systemic competition. The block that does state capitalism, mercantilism, uh, mercantilism best will fare better and central banks role is at the heart of it. We're not talking 2% CPI, nor two degrees Celsius. Now think about that. That was their uh, target, right? 2% uh, CPI. This has vast implications across every asset class, the economy and political economy. 
to have given this speech, Lagarde would have had to have cleared it with layers of stakeholders. It wasn't a mistake or slip up. It was a deliberate, established, approved declaration. We face an open-ended global political economy competition with political, or sorry, with policy drift in one direction, not a rate hiking cycle or a pause, and certainly not a pivot. And then how did the uh, markets react? Well, it didn't. How did the financial press covering the market cough, sneeze, and shill react? It didn't. There are very few headlines, almost no commentary, no analysts. The focus was on relatively irrelevant statistics like Chinese GDP or subscriber numbers. That's because they want to tell you that things are getting better. China's GDP is getting better. At the same time, the ECB is looking to raise its inflation target. And that's what they do. That's the first shot across the bow. They mention it really lightly in a speech. Then uh, board of the board of governors starts talking about it in, in uh, just through these offbeat interviews, right? And the whole time what they're doing is they're simply watching for the reaction of the average retail investor. They keep talking about it to become where it just becomes normal. It makes sense. And then all of a sudden they raise the inflation target. And I want you to understand how scary that is because what they're trying to do is show you, oh, after a while we raised it to 3% or 4%. Oh, well, look, we've hit our target. We're at three or 4% because of our skewed numbers. And then you think that to a lot of people, they're savior because a lot of people have made the government and the money makers their savior. It's proven every time they go and get free money from the government, that's their savior. Then it proves to them that their savior is doing a good job. And this is very, very important for people to understand. The Fed is going to follow. They're going to start lightly talking about it. And I'm going to find out when they do it. And I'm going to bring it to you because you're going to see it. You're going to see every step from Powell saying it in an interview, sort of lightly or candidly. Uh, just like he said right in front of Congress, I see a day where the U.S. dollar is not the only reserve currency, that there will be a basket of currencies. That was his way of lightly telling you, we've lost. It's over. It's done. And many people don't understand how to take that and how to watch then the next step where the Fed governors start to talk candidly about the situation. Or, hey, this may be a good alternative. Maybe we need other other currencies involved to balance things out. That's them getting closer to the point where you get the news. It's official. The dollar is not the world's reserve currency anymore. And it's that, that admission from them that so many people are waiting for. But people don't realize that it's already happened. So are you going to be a part of the following, the 95, the 99% of the followers, the sheep, they're just being led to the slaughter during this currency collapse? Or are you going to be the one or the 5% of the lions that are prepared for it? So how do you prepare for it? Get out of debt. Don't get into more debt. Look at alternatives, inflation hedges like gold and silver. Don't look at the day-to-day -day price swings. Even if it went down 5%, you go, holy cow, I get a 5% sale, I get more. Look at what the rich people are doing. Central banks and wealthy people are buying gold. There's a reason for that. We're going through a currency collapse worldwide. I hope you got something out of this. The Economic Ninja is out.